Ariana Grande and the Beebs are holding a, a Manchester live concert to benefit the victims of the terrorist attack at the Ariana Grande concert in Manchester. Um, the live event has been a little bit over, overshadowed by the uh, new terrorist attack uh, in London, which was uh, eerily similar to the last terror attack, which occurred um, in on the, I believe it was the Westminster Bridge. It was a similar type of thing. This time it was a, um, a van run, run, hitting people um, on the London Bridge. And then three terrorists, um, three Muslim terrorists, um, Muslim fighting age men jumped out of the uh, van and went on a, a knife spree. Now, I think one of the people that were injured was a um, London police officer in the uh, knife attack. And in London, uh, not all the police officers carry guns. Um, here in the United States, IRS agents carry guns. Everybody seems to have a gun. Citizens carry guns. IRS agents carry guns. Um, everybody's got a gun. All the agencies have SWAT teams. Um, but I, London's a little bit um, different. They might want to rethink that policy after this um, current attack. So we're currently in the, um, we're in the quote-unquote month of Ramadan. So uh, this is... Uh, Part of the, it's going to be considered to be part of the Ramadan Bombathon. So, so far we have uh, 510 um, casualties in the name of Islam um, this month. And my, my birthday always falls in this month, so I'm always, seems the last couple of years, my birthday has been mired in terrorist news, which always kinds, kind of bums me out. Um, so the terrorists fled the uh, fled their van, which they had rented from um, Hertz, and they went uh, rampaging through the city with hunting knives. They hit, um, looks like, three, three separate pubs. Um, of course, they hit the London Bridge, and they hit, um, looks like, a couple of, of restaurants around um, 10 o'clock. Um, stabbing people as they were kind of out partying on a Saturday, um, which is, <clears throat> which you'll notice is also illegal in um, Islamic Sharia law. Um, drinking and partying is illegal. Uh, one of the um, one of the jihadists was described as a model neighbor who um, was left alone with with children. Um, it sounds like he was in a somewhat um, segregated neighborhood. I believe he lived mostly with other um, people of his um, Muslim faith, but um, he went to a different mosque, apparently, as his neighbor, as his neighbors did. His neighbor uh, reported to the Mail Online that uh, one time he stopped and helped me get my car restarted. The Mail Online Mail Online is not saying uh, what the um, what the evil loser's name was. Um, he said he wanted to help a fellow Muslim out. I thought it was odd. He said he was religious because I never saw him at mosque. And the neighbor said, these people are usually radicalized in their bedrooms. So these people being um, Muslim radicals, 
And then the neighbor also reported that his brother must have come to his, um, his place because someone was crying. So um, Cosmonaut uh, sent me a video of, a, of an Australian guy who had just been stabbed and I thought it was really, I don't know, kind of darkly funny um, if you want to take a listen. What's the blue issues? What's Champions League final? Finals over, 4-1 Madrid. Happy days. Walked outside, walked across the road, a fight breaks out. I'm like, shit, what's going on here? Start to walk towards it, all of a sudden a guy comes up with, with a knife, and I'm like this, ducks it, stabs me there, and I just like push him off, blood's going everywhere. I walk into a pub, and I'm like, someone help me, I've just been stabbed. Yeah. And then, yeah. Well, what was he wearing? Was he wearing a mask? No, no mask. He looked like I, I, I hate it because go on. Uh, you know, Say it. I don't. I don't. I know the thing with Muslims yeah, yeah. and terrorism. Yeah. He looked like a fucking Muslim terrorist. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, what are you doing? How bad did he? He got me. But I dodged it. Like, ducked and leaved. Yeah. No, I got fucked up. But yeah. What are you? Oh wait, you're Aussie. Yeah, I'm Australian, mate. Mate, this is my last night in London, and I'm supposed to fly back tomorrow. I'm not pretty sure. Airways, I hope. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Andrew. Andrew. All right, so this uh, this 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 Aussie bloke um, got slashed in the throat, and he's sitting there on the um, on the sidewalk, and he's like, he's like, well, I was drinking, blah blah blah. I was in a pub, and there was a fight outside. Or wait, uh, I was drinking uh, real, whatever, like real Madrid was up four to one, happy day. I mean, he goes through the the soccer score and everything. I just thought it was pretty surreal. And he's like, this, like, I don't want to be like profiling here, but the guy was a fucking Muslim terrorist and he slashed me in the throat. Um, I don't know. I think the... The fact that um, three men with knives can terrorize a whole um, a whole city is kind of sad when you realize that the, the tech it takes. The, um, the Donald tweeted that uh, it's interesting we're not talking about a, a gun control debate. Now, I don't know if, you know, if they were in the United States, maybe it would have been different. I'm not sure. I mean, it really is the... You know, the element of surprise, you're just sitting there having a beer and, you know, some evil loser uh, starts slashing people. Now, the, the, Brits did a, the Brits did a pretty badass thing um, with Brexit. They said, you know, you know screw this, we don't need, um, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the big reason behind it was they're like, we don't need any more... Um, you know, Muslims coming over here from from Syria and Pakistan and failing to integrate into society. If they want to come over here and become Brits, that's fine, but it seems like they come over here and they have a, um, a flag of convenience. So they're in the country, but the, every, every other aspect of their lives is um, it, they, they're, they're governed themselves, their own communities by Sharia law. They, um, they're um, not 
you know, prop, prop, they're not getting uh, gainful employment. So they're in this kind of um, lefty nanny state despair where they're just getting a check from the government. They're living in, you know, they're alive and they're being fed and their basic needs are being um, satisfied. But of course, they're, you know, on the, the lower rung of society and then they have all of this um, this jihadi influence on the internet and also um, also in the news. So Teresa May goes out and she says, enough is enough. Security and intelligence agencies and police have disrupted five credible plots since the Westminster attack in March. In terms of their planning and execution, the recent attacks are not connected. But we believe we are experiencing a new trend in the threat we face, as terrorism breeds terrorism, and perpetrators are inspired to attack, not only on the basis of carefully constructed plots after years of planning and training, and not even as lone attackers radicalized online, but by copying one another and often using the crudest of means of attack. We cannot and must not pretend that things can continue as they are. Things need to change, and they need to change in four important ways. First, while the recent attacks are not connected by common networks, they are connected in one important sense. They are bound together by the single evil ideology of Islamist extremism that preaches hatred, sows division, and promotes sectarianism. Holy moly. She said the I word. It is an ideology that claims our Western values of freedom, democracy, and human rights are incompatible with the religion of Islam. It is an ideology that is a perversion of Islam and a perversion of the truth. Defeating this ideology is one of the great challenges of our time, but it cannot be defeated through military intervention alone. I thought it was climate change. It will not be defeated through the maintenance of a permanent defensive counter-terrorism operation, however skillful its leaders and practitioners. It will only be defeated when we turn people's minds away from this violence and make them understand that our values, pluralistic British values, are superior to anything offered by the preachers and supporters of... Now, if you, um, if you had, if you, do you think, for instance, do you think that Theresa May could vocalize what the pluralistic British values are? I'm, I mean, if you asked a... If you ask a is Islam what is, whatever Islamic terrorist uh, and extremist what their values were, I'm pretty sure that they could um, that they could rattle them off. Now, um, I mean, is she talking when she talks about values? Is she talking about freedom of speech? Is she talking about uh, what is she talking about? Because as you'll listen later on, she talks about um, 
a little bit about the internet. So um, she's clearly not talking about freedom of speech if she wants to if she wants to regulate the internet. Hate. Second, we cannot allow this ideology the safe space it needs to breed. Yet that is precisely what the internet and the big companies that provide internet-based services provide. We so it's, it's, it's the fault of the internet and the internet companies who are, at least in this country, internet companies and, and the internet and businesses that are based on the internet, that's the only sector that is having really any growth because government being as dumb as they are have not figured out a way to get wrap their their big gluttonous arms around the internet i mean they've they're taxing some things and they're taxing the companies but what they what they aim to do and what the um i, mean, I don't want to sound like alex jones but what the globalists want to do is control that medium you know, if you look at, at, at China, um, they spend more money trying to control speech within their own country than they do on their external military budget. So trying to control um, what people do on the Internet and speech on the Internet is an aim of the left. Um, it's an aim of globalists because for them that's the Wild West. Now, I know she's talking about um, Islamic ideas, but uh, I know that if they try to uh, control what people are, are saying on the Internet, um, a lot of different things will get caught in that net. We need to work with allied democratic governments to reach international agreements that regulate cyberspace to prevent the spread of extremist and terrorism platforms. You see that? regulate cyberspace um, and I'll have you know in, in countries like Canada and countries like um, the United Kingdom free speech is not a a constitutional or a guaranteed uh, God-given right as a matter of fact the um, rights in the United States come from God um, in Great Britain, countries like that, everything's illegal until they say it's okay. So, so a, a, a major aim of Theresa May and of globalists like her, and if you look at, like, Theresa May is actually the more conservative of the two candidates that are running in the United Kingdom. You have two lefties running against each other. I mean, there's no... There's no heroic, um, there's no uh, heroic Donald to be found to um, to to disrupt the political space in the United Kingdom. Um, so yes, the aim of the left, and you see, and you see it here, is to control what people can say. Um, you know, you you, you had there's a. There's a political correctness movement out there that there's actually like certain subjects that polite people can't even like talk about. Um, 
Uh, one of them, of course, is Islam. So if you talk about Islam and you say something uh, offensive about Islam, and, and there are like huge percentages of people in the Islamic world that support what happened in London, hands down. It, I don't think it's a majority, and we did an episode on the Pew on the Pew research that showed it. You know, it's like thirty percent think it's okay, and you know, for think suicide bombing's okay. So if you're if you're importing if you're importing a hundred people and thirty of them think it's okay, then they're going to harbor and support the one or two people with the balls to um, go out there and. Um, spread their religion and spread the Islamic caliphate um, into the West. And, you know, it's a, it's a multi-pronged strategy. I mean, with, with a demographic shift, people coming over, um, immigrating to, to uh, European countries, um, they have like five and six times as many children as, as um, the regular Brits do. Um, not the regular, but the you know the the um, the Brits already living there, and um, so the 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 Muslim population is growing. Um, so you will actually see if if it continues at this pace, you'll actually see where you have European countries like France, and you're already seeing in London where they have a you know the Sadiq Khan guy as their as their mayor. Who famously said that London um, uh, is uh, terrorist attacks are going to become part and parcel of living in a large city, um, which is what you see in the Islamic world. If you live in um, Baghdad or if you live in um, Afghanistan, if they have a large city there, I don't know if they even have that there. Um, terrorists. Terrorism is a reality. If you see, I mean, in, in the Ramadan Bombathon of 2017, we're in day nine of Ramadan, and we've had uh, 46 terrorist attacks and 510 kills. Um, they don't matter to the West unless they occur in the West. So, um, you know, last week we had Cameroon, Tunisia, um, Pakistan. There was a stabbing in... Um, in Germany, um, apparently they were smoking during Ramadan and refusing to fast. So another thing you'll see on the left is there is a tendency to kind of say, well, uh, this is just religion. Religion is just evil. But there are, I mean, you can believe that and, you know, that's fine, but Terrorism is a new phenomenon, and it's connected to one religion. So we have these, you know, these these mental midgets and from Hollywood spouting out about how, you know, it's all religion is evil, and they're saying, um, you know, we all just need love, and um, that is kind of the language of cowardice. If you say. Uh, all we need is love. Well, that's, I mean, that's fine. I mean, love is great, but um, you're not going to solve the problem. You're just going to, you're going to create a, a hell that was built on 
on this slogan. And we need to do everything we can at home to reduce the risks of extremism online. Third, while we need to deprive the extremists of their safe spaces online, we must not forget about the safe spaces that continue to exist in the real world. Yes, that means taking military action to destroy ISIS in Iraq and Syria, but it also means taking action here at home. While we have made significant progress in recent years, there is, to be frank, far too much tolerance of extremism in our country. So we need to become far more robust in identifying it and stamp... Prime Minister May is right here. So if... I mean, we've seen in the news where um, a an extremist clerical go on national television um, supported by the by the taxpayer dollars, so they don't actually have a means for employment. They they preach hate. That's their gig. Doesn't it doesn't feed their nine children. So um, each time they have a child, they get a new check. Um, so and you'll see that in the media where they go out there and they'll say, you know, I want Sharia law for the United Kingdom. Um, but the United Kingdom does not want Sharia law, and this is, and and you will, and you will see, because the politicians are, are weak, you're going to see where um, the worse that the terrorism gets, the more that basic freedoms are going to erode, um, and then they're going to continue to allow immigration in the country, you know, maybe three in ten believe that uh, terrorism's okay, maybe one in a hundred um, decides to get into that um, that field. And um, and in a sense it it plays into the hands of of the left because um, you're going to have more and more terrorists and they're going to have a larger and larger police state and the more and more of a police state that you have the, uh, the, greater the, the greater power that the government has and a larger government means, um, means uh, less opportunity for um, people that are trying to excel and more fairness Stamping it out across the public sector and across society. That will require some difficult and often embarrassing conversations. But the whole of our country needs to come together to take on this extremism. And we need to live our lives not in a series of separated, segregated communities, but as one truly united kingdom. Fourth, we have a robust counter-terrorism strategy that has proved successful over many years. But as the nature of the threat we face becomes more complex, more fragmented... It doesn't feel successful. ...mented, more hidden, especially online. The strategy needs to keep up. So in light of what we are learning about the changing threat, we need to review Britain's counter-terrorism strategy to make sure the police and security services have all the powers they need. And if we need to increase the length of custodial sentences for terrorism-related offences, 
even apparently less serious offences, that is what we will do. Since the emergence of the threat from Islamist inspired... Well, so, uh, Prime Minister May, in the United States, we just put them on an island, and they're just sitting there on an island in, in, um, in the Caribbean. ...terrorism. Our country has made significant progress in disrupting plots and protecting the public. But it is time to say enough is enough. Everybody needs to go about their lives as they normally would. Our society should continue to function in accordance with our values. But when it comes to take... So, what are the values? And this kind of reminds me, um, just as an aside, of the climate change debate. Uh, they always, like, there is always, there is a, there is talk of denying climate change. There's talk of it's happening, it's real, it's dangerous, it's a huge threat. And then there's no, never any talk about the data. And my, my gut tells me on this that the data is not very good, but that the um, political urge for climate change is there. Um, so where's the disconnect? Taking on extremism and terrorism, things need to change. As a mark of respect, Two political parties have suspended our national campaigns for today. But violence can never be allowed to disrupt the democratic process. So those campaigns will resume in full tomorrow. And the general election will go ahead as planned on Thursday. As a country, our response must be as it has always been when we have been confronted by violence. We must come together. We must pull together. And united, we will take on and do. I mean, can you see a society where where anybody can be searched, anybody can be frisked, any door can be kicked down if there's a, a smell or a hint of terrorism? I mean, do you want to live in that kind of a world where, um, you know, it's, it, it happened after 9-11 with the Patriot Act, and, you know, I was... I was young when I when the Patriot Act passed. I think it was in high school, and I said to myself, I was like, okay, well, I'm fine for Patriot Act if you're looking if you're trying to, if you're looking at terrorists, but they're not only going to apply it to terrorists. They're going to apply it to weed dealers and you know um, any uh, white collar crimes and any 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 situation. So basically, what you do is you just give more and more power to the police state. And that's why we live in a society now where we're not surprised to find out that the NSA is looking into people's, um, you know, camera, you know, cameras on their, their laptop, that every phone call is being, being flushed through a sieve. And if, uh, if it fits some complicated algorithm, there's somebody listening to it. Um, that's where we are now, I can't imagine where we will be if we have a terrorist attack. You know, in the United Kingdom, they had, they've had a terrorist attack, three terrorist attacks in the last 10 weeks. This terrorist attack beat the, beat the uh, fundraising concert from the last terrorist attack. So you, so they couldn't plan a fundraiser quick enough for the last terrorist attack 
And we've already got Terrace planning this new one. I mean, trust me when I say they have a pipeline of terrorist ideas, of terrorist operatives, and they're just ready to just, you know, keep coming with their... I mean, if, it, if you can terrorize a city with three guys and three knives and a van, I mean, and change national policy, I mean, this is... Uh, it this is incredible, and I don't know. I feel like in America they probably would need guns, but we have guns here everywhere, anyways. So Cosmonaut texted me, and um, he said he asked me if I was going to change my Facebook status to the Union Jack or some such thing, and I said I'll just wait for the next one because. Without any actual change, without any real action on this, uh, in this, on this issue, you're not going to see real change until you say, "Well, wait a minute, um, we have a problem, and it's inside of the Muslim community, and so we're going to take a breather." I mean, they passed Brexit um, months and months ago, and they're they're still living under the European Union, and the. I mean, the, the basic problem here is leftism, and that is a, um, I kind of think about uh, the political spectrum as on one side you have like feelings, and that's on the left you have feelings, and then on the right you have your brain, you have rationality. So I think in this case, um, feelings are trumping rationality, and so you have suffering going on in Syria, so let them into your country, and your government will take care of them. And... You know, I, I hate to say this, but people in the United Kingdom are a little bit more sheepish than people in the United States. And Donald only won by a slim margin. And if, if Hillary had won, we'd be, we'd be right there with the um, with UK taking in millions and millions of uh, Syrian immigrants and hoping that they don't switch on the Internet and, and uh, blame, blame the West for their shitty lives. So um, you're right now. You're listening to Jeff Danger Radio. I'm working on a um, a Facebook page. So if you want to join that, I have some of my videos on there. Um, we're still working on it, but it is an active page. Um, if you disagree with me, please send me an email. I would love to read it. Um, I would love some feedback. My email is Jeff Danger Radio at Gmail. Dot com. That's uh, Jeff, J-E-F-F, uh, Danger, D-A-N-G-E-R, Radio, R-A-D-I-O, at gmail.com. So I want to thank you guys for listening, and um, I'll see you in about two weeks. Um, thanks again.